Um, so let's talk about traditions really quick. Um, I wanted some participation here, okay? If you guys don't mind, if you are a guest, you're like, okay, I'm not used to like talking to the speaker, laughing out loud. So let's just get used to that. That's going to happen, okay? A little bit, okay? Let's talk about some uh, movies. There are traditional movies that you're like, we watch these all the time. Shout some out to me if you don't mind. What do we got? Home Alone. I heard Home Alone. What else? Christmas Story. Nicholas, Santa Claus, okay, okay, Zoolander, does anybody have Zoolander on your list? No? Okay, is that good? Okay, that's just my family wooing. That, that's what, because I feel like, I don't know, we'll talk about this, family, family conversation after this. It, it might be a tradition, we're watching that, Zoolander, which is so ridiculous, but it's, 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 a, it's, it's Christmas, so you do that. Also, also, gingerbread houses. Okay, let's talk about that. How many people do gingerbread houses? How many people, okay, okay. How many of you have ever done a gingerbread house, anybody? Okay, all of you, all of you. So I did this when my kids were little, now I have kids who are grown up, but we decided... Asher was like, hey, we need to do, we need to do this. And we, so we did it. So uh, we, we actually, as a family, uh, we did made gingerbread houses. I think I've got some pictures. I'm not quite sure. We've got some pictures of like all four of us, four of our houses. Let's see if you can maybe find one picture here. Okay, this is, oh, look at that one. What? <laughs> you guys didn't hear that. My son claimed it. That's mine. Right there. That's a good one, right? That's a good one. All right, that's, that's really good. Really good. Okay, let's, let's look at the other one. Oh, look at that. Oh, okay, that's Ashley's. We're calling them out right now. We're calling them out, people. If you don't know, that's what's happening. Okay, we got another one here as well. Oh, look at this one. Yes. This is Nura's. Yes, my daughter's. Yes. Okay, so you guys ready for mine? Okay, I'm the most creative one in the house, just so you know. Just so you know, we got one. We got one. Let's see. Let's look at this. Let's, let's, let's. What happened? I don't know what happened. I know. This is what happens when Santa is drunk. Like, that's what happens, and he makes a wreck. He causes a wreck. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I blame the equipment, number one. And number two, I blame where I was born and raised. Anyways, I don't know. So much to blame, right? Blame goes around. But, hey, in terms of tradition, though, there's also sayings when it comes to Christmas, and that is, a very famous one is that Jesus is the, Jesus is the, help me out, is the reason for the? Season. He is, right? He's the reason for the season. Obviously, we talk about the Christmas story. We, most of us, I think the world knows. I mean, I know there are people in the Middle East because I'm from there. They, they're celebrating Christmas as well. They do their things. The malls, you know, they, they decorate. Everybody understands the story that it's about Jesus and Jesus coming down. But I would say that I don't know really if Jesus is the reason for the season. I think I'm the reason for the season. I think you're the reason for the season. Yeah. Like some of you guys are like, okay, you know what? We should have never, we shouldn't try this new church. We should have just, we should have gone to, 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 to grandma's church. Let me read this to you, okay? This is, uh, this is um, Matthew 4. Matthew 4 says, The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Obviously, we know that the story of Jesus is about God with us, that God stepped out of, uh, out of like non-time and walked into time, that he was born and raised, like he was born for, because of me, for me, he was born like me. And when I say me, I mean you as well. 
He came down because there were people living in darkness and he came down to bring light to them. He was born just like you and me, born, born in a womb, just like all of humanity. And God chose to do that. Why? He chose to be born. He'd already existed. So yes, Christmas is about Jesus and Jesus is the reason for the season. But I'm just saying, I think you can make a point that you are the reason for the season. That you are the reason because if you and I did not need light, if you and I did not need rescue, if you and I did not need an intimate relationship with God, he would never have been what? Born. And if he would never been born, we would never have what? Christmas. So I just want to say, I think you might be the reason for the season. In fact, some of you guys like this so much. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and say, I'm the reason for the season. See? Some of you guys are like, no, you're not, buddy. I know, I know. I'm so sorry because there are, I know, I know, there are self-centered people in your home already. And they think it's all about them. It's all about them. But you know what's interesting about that is, is that when you think about it, you go, if, if you and I are the reason that Jesus came down, then why did he come down? You know, maybe you've been in church services before and you're like, it's about the fact that we are so bad and humanity was so bad. That the sin of the world was so much that Jesus had to come down, he had to be born, and then he had to die for the sin of the world. And that's it's part of the story. But the big part of the story is what Jesus said when he was here. When he was born and raised and grew up, he said, hey, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That he brought, that he, he stepped into human history. He stepped into our reality. God loved us so much. But more than just coming and showing us a way out, God wanted us to be in a loving relationship with him, which means that God wanted to interact with us. See, I don't know if you realize this, but it's so different than other cultures, other religions, and philosophies. You see, all of humanity has been striving for the longest time to reach God or the gods, to reach this place, nirvana, if you want to call it, this state of mind, this other than this human experience. We've all tried to do it. Greek mythology has told us as well, there's so many gods out there and so many people and demigods trying to become and reach. Maybe it's Zeus for them, or maybe it's Vishnu for others. Maybe it's a sense of like going into heaven because you know uh, Islam. Maybe it's because you, you've done all the good things and you're going to get your way into heaven. You've said the prayer, it's Jesus. But here, what we find in the Christmas story is that God is Emmanuel. He comes down. It changes the, sh the, the game totally because it says that God pursued us, loved us so much that he came down for us. That humanity has to stop trying to make itself worthy of the gods. Because there is a God out there, creator God, father of everything. And he created you, saw you, loved you from the beginning. And then some stuff went down that separated you from him. And so he decided that he would send a part of himself, Jesus, to be God with us which we call Emmanuel. See, that is the story that we celebrate. And the reason why we celebrate that kind of story is because you and I just all of a sudden illuminated, just all of a sudden being out of darkness is not just the story. Christmas 
is, is about what God has done, not just for us, but what he's done to us. What, what do I mean? See, here it says in John 1, it says about Jesus that in him was life and that the life was the light of what? All what? Help me out. All what? Mankind. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And then if you follow the story and the words of Jesus, he begins talking about this light because there's people talking about how he was born and he became the light that overcome darkness. But then he started also talking about himself as being light. In fact, John 9, he says, while I'm in the world, I am the, I am the what? The light of the world. I'm the light of the world. So Jesus says, hey, I've come because people are living in darkness. They're wandering around and I've come to bring light. Now, I've come to bring light. And when he comes here, he says, I am light. And if you would think, okay, that's where the story ends. But it doesn't. It doesn't. See, one of the things that we do traditionally, at least at Mosaic, is we do uh, Christmas Eve candlelight service. So if you got one of these, and if you don't, I'll tell you where you can find one, right underneath your seat, okay? So take a minute, just take a minute, and grab it, if you don't mind, just grab it. And if you don't have one, we will make sure you have one. So we all got one, right? We've all had one. So just want to remind you about the fact that we're going to move towards the end of my, our service, lighting this and symbolizing something. Some of you've experienced this, right? You've been in services before. You're like, I know what the deal is. I know. Some of you are brand new. You're like, I don't, what is happening here? What do we do with this? Okay. Do not, let me, let me give you a tip here. Pro tip. Do not hold it like this. That does not work. Just hold it like this. People have done that. It's all good. Okay. But we do this for a reason. And you're like, yeah, because Jesus is the light of the world. Yes. But I'm hoping that today we move past the just that Jesus is the reason of the season. Maybe you and I are, are the reason for the season. That's why he came down. And then it's not just that Jesus is the light of the world. You and I are now the light of the world. And you're thinking, I know some of you are like, Wow, wow, are you serious? You're turning this all about us? No, it's not all about us because we want to be narcissistic and self-centered. It's about God's plan all along. See, here's what he says in John 9. He says, right, while I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. And then in Matthew, right after those kind of conversations, those kind of teachings, when he's been spending so much time with his disciples, he says this to them. Matthew 5. Now help me with this. Matthew 5, 14. Okay? We'll put this on the back of the screen for you guys. And let's just read this out loud. Are you cool with that? Let's read this out loud. One, two, three. It says what? You are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. I'll tell you what. These kids, are, they know how to read. <laughs> they know how to read. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what does it say? You are the light of the world. So could it move the conversation further, that it's not just that we're celebrating and we're going to light this candle to tell, to remind us and to honor that Jesus is the light of the world. Maybe this candle now represents you. Maybe God has come down 
because you were the reason he came down. He came down because of his love, because love drove him to do that. He came in and to rescue us, to not just cause us to move out of darkness, not just to be a light that pulls us out of darkness, but he came into the world to make us light. So now we are the light of the world. You see, Jesus says, hey, while I'm here, I'm the light. But I'm leaving, guess what? Guess who's the light? Right, you're the light of the world. So turn to your neighbor one more time. The same neighbor that you were like, hey, I'm the reason, okay, for the season. Now you tell him, hey, I'm the light of the world. I'm the light of the world. I know some of you guys are like, no, I'm too humble for that. I cannot say that. I, I cannot say that. Some of you, you might not be too humble, but you might be like, you know what? Uh, I cannot say this because I just got mad at them driving up here. And everybody, everybody knows what happened today in my family. Uh, if I'm the light of the world, the world needs help. <laughs> if, I, if, I'm, if I'm the reason for the season, it's over. Like, if, I, if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's on me, we are doomed. Like, this is it. Let's call it, let, let's call it quits. And I would like to encourage you just briefly here. That if God decided long, long ago to enter into our experience, to be born just like us, to choose you and me, not just to be rescued out of darkness, but to come, become light, then don't, don't you think that he knows something about you that you might not know about yourself? Could it be that he sees some potential in you that you've never seen before? Could it be possible that he looks at you and goes, there is so much good in them. And you might go, I'm not quite sure because I can just think of so much darkness that I've been under, that I've lived in. And you and I, I just want you to know, you and I have, you and I have lived under darkness. We might have contributed to some darkness. We might be living in darkness, but you are not darkness. You are, as Jesus said, what? The light of the world. You're the light of the world. And if you're like, name, you, you don't get it. You don't get it. I, I, let me tell you, you can try to convince me that, you're, that you don't have potential, that you can't be a light. But the, but the reason you're listening, watching, you're in the room is because you have potential. Why do you think you're here? Uh, I got invited. No, 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 no. I get that. No, it's Christmas, bro. I got to do this. I got to do this. We're going to do some fun stuff afterwards. Like this, I got to do. I, I get that. But you've done this before. You've listened to this message before. You've been in a service before. Why? Because there's something inside of you that draws you closer to light. Because that's what your essence is. You were created to glow, to be a light to this world. And you might feel like, I can't, man, I can't, I can't. I get that. My father-in-law, several years ago, he gave me this. Now, this is a torch lighter, okay? Uh, uh, this is serious. If you get a close-up of this bad boy, this is, this is like, it's got like camouflage, okay? This, is, this, this lighter is to burn forests down, I think. Like, this is a serious torch. You know, I'm like, this is like a, this is a zombie killer right here. Like, this is, this is pretty significant, okay? Um, 
but I can never get it to, to go. I can never do it. I can never do it. Trust me, I've tried. I have a neighbor who could be my witness. Cody's written right there. He's tried the other night to try to fix this thing. It's not happening. Oh, it just happened. Hey, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> no, it's not. You know what I feel? I feel this is humanity. When I say you're the light of the world, you go, okay, this. Okay, this. I try and try and try and try and try. And sometimes it happens. I try and try and try and try. And that's how it happens. I got to refill myself, refill myself. I just want you to know that this might be your past. This might be your religion. But this is what you were created to be. You were created with your essence to be the light of the world. And if you don't believe me, let me read you. Let me read you some more scripture. It says here, John 12, Jesus says, Believe in the light while you have the light, so that you may become children of what? Light. First Peter says, For you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. God's very own what? Very own possession. And as a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. So I'm not quite sure if, if I should spend more time talking to you about this, but I'm convinced that if you and I don't realize that you and I are the light of the world, then the world that you live in, the world that surrounds you, your neighborhood, your workspace, your family, is going to be a little darker because you have not chosen to be light. And if you would just believe and allow God's Spirit to flow through you, in spite of, of all the problems you might have, in spite of all the things you might think you're empty with, and you just don't work sometimes, but you're not this. What would it look like for you to go, I had never had an identity before. What if you switched your identity from being this person who continually tries to become a Christian and tries to become a Christian and be, tries to be a good Christian instead of you're just, you're just God's child. You are a child of light. What if you just allowed yourself to go, God, I just want your spirit, your light to flow through me this Christmas. As we move into conversations, parties, get-togethers, it is Christmas tomorrow. You're going to be surrounded with family tomorrow. It's going to be fun, right? There's going to be so much opportunity to be light. There's going to be so much darkness. To, you know, there's just going to be so much opportunity to do whatever that you want to do. What if? you and I would embrace that we, we're the light of the world, like a city that cannot be hidden. Maybe today, tonight, you're like, you know, Naeem, I've, I've, I've always lived my life like this. I just feel, feel like I got to fill up to kind of work and work my way into religion and work my way into relationship with God. Maybe this, this is you for the first time. This is, maybe this is, for some of you, you've never thought, but this is you. Can I challenge you, like, as we, 
end this. I'll pray for us and then we'll sing one more song. And then during that song, ushers will come and they'll begin lighting this candle for you. And then we'll come together. We'll, at the end of it, as people's light uh, candles are lit, we're going to sing Silent Night. But when you light this candle, and when someone lights this candle, could it be a very significant moment for some of you? Could it be for the very first time, God, or maybe not for the very first time, maybe for the first time in a very long time, this signifies you. Because you spent the last several years just extinguished. Honestly, you're just, there's so much that's gone wrong. And you believe me and you go, Name, I get it. I understand because I was this. But man, there's things that just, just did not turn out right. I don't know if you've experienced this, but I felt like so many prayers of mine have just like, I've just been bounced off the ceiling. Anybody like that? Kind of feel like sometimes God's like ghosting you. You're like, hey, I think we're good. And then there's nothing. There's silence. Maybe tonight, maybe tonight God wants to do something. That when you like this, this represents your soul, your spirit, reconnecting to God one more time. So let me pray for us. We'll sing a song, we can, be, we can respond during it. Because some of us, if you're a guest here, what happens during this song, people will go and light, a, light some candles they'll, because we're, we pray for people. Um, someone will, people will receive communion. We have communion on both sides and also at the, on the lo, in the loft up there. Some of us will go, um, maybe they'll go to the cross. People will respond by standing up or sitting down. You need to res- respond however you want to. But then, close to the end of it, ushers will start coming and lighting this. And that's when your moment is of going, you know what? This is not just me honoring Jesus, the light of the world. This is me honoring what God sees in me as the light of the world. Let me pray for us. Lord God, I thank you so much for tonight. I thank you, God, that as we gather together here, honoring your presence. We are reminded, God, that what you did for us is not just beautiful, it's significant. Because what you've done to us as a people, as as humanity, is given us purpose and identity. When we find ourselves, so many of us, moving through life, trying to be identified. Some of us by our season in life. Some of us by our relationships. Are we, are, we, are we married? Are we single? Are we divorced? Are we successful? Are we not successful? Are we, are we moving forward in life? Do we have a game plan in life? God, we're so looking for identity. Do we, we, do we have friends? Are we loved? Do we belong? God, humanity continues to search, looking for identity. God, once we were people that had no identity, but now we have identity. God, some of us have never felt God's, your mercy on us. We've just felt that our, our sin has been so much that we need to be punished for. 
that somehow we need to make amends and somehow we need to make things right. We find ourselves, God, trying to look for mercy in our relationships, in our people, groups. But God, we have received your mercy freely. God, you didn't come just to rescue us out of darkness. You came to make us light. And so God, I, I ask, would you allow that truth to motivate us, to encourage us, to once again live a life that shines for you. And God, as we end this, this special service as one of the significant services for the end of this year, God, we, we remind ourselves, God, that you are worthy of all of this. That we want to make sure before we leave this place that we are so grateful. You are worthy. You are worthy of it all. Let's respond together.